Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, my studio audience. Y'all are always so kind. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. Calm down. And welcome to the, I guess, well, this is the fifth episode of Trend Chat. My name is Brian Bledsoe. I am your host, and thank you so much for listening right now. And whenever you're you're listening, and I really appreciate it right now. Actually, I saw that as of now of these now five episodes that I have 130 plays. I mean, I'm pretty sure some will say that's not much. But for me, hey, at least there's a hundred or so people that actually want to hear it or at least has played it over. And I appreciate every one of you. And I'm just glad that you are taking your time to listen. And if you want to connect with us on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or YouTube, we are all the same name. It's all trend chat 24 seven. So you put in that, you will find me on all those social media sites. And also, now with um, from now on, I will be, I guess it will be available on SoundCloud and iTunes. Now I actually don't know exactly how you how to actually find it. If it's like a certain web address, um, if you, I guess you can't tell right now. I'm kind of putting this together, and I'll explain a little more about how the interviews are going to go for this week because um, I definitely have a lot of content to share. And, and so I'm guessing on SoundCloud and iTunes, 
I'm guessing it's probably just Trend Chat, uh, and you can download it there as well. So, just wanna um, I, I'm not gonna say much. Uh, I'm basically gonna be playing all the interviews for the next couple of days. So, as far as talking about what's trending, okay. Well, right now, actually, as I'm recording this, the Oscars is going on. So, a quick aside about the Oscars, and obviously because that is trending. Uh, a lot of times, I I will pick whoever's going to win the major awards, whether it's best picture or director or uh, best actor or whatnot, the big, you know, the ones that are, are televised for the most part. Uh, the, I guess the way I, I think about who is going to win, I tend to just think about what is the, what is the political statement that Hollywood wants to make this year in in particular. So I'll, if anything, I would just look at the nominees and say, okay, which one is the trending political statement that, of progressive ideology that they want to promote this year and um i actually don't remember all of the nominees for best picture but uh um there's some i've i've seen about obviously the one the big name is la la land which basically just hollywood talking about itself um in a way just kind of just celebrating itself as as a movie so but there's two movies out right now that's that that is non nominated and one is called Moonlight and another one's called Lion. Now I can't really get into the descriptions of them because I just really just watched the trailers of them. Um, actually, uh, when it comes to Best Picture, I think already that the actor, the um main actor for and I'm I'm not even gonna try to say his name. I've heard it, but I'm not even gonna try to mess it up right now. But um, he won uh, Best Actor for Moonlight. Now so. As of right now, we haven't got to haven't got to the end of the Oscars. So my prediction uh, for Best Picture, I'm going back and forth between whether it's going to be Moonlight or Lion. Um, Lion basically has, um, I guess, will probably have some sort of immigrant type of feel, and because I'm also thinking about how how it's going to look when they accept the award and what they're trying to promote. Now, immigration is obviously a big issue with everything with the travel ban. So I don't know, but then again, I don't know when they actually start, um, when they actually make the votes and how long, how long was it when they, um, turned them in. So I don't know. So I think it's between that and moonlight because moonlight, I guess I just make a very general, um summary is basically about a, a a gay black man so that's a that's a pretty uh i guess bold political statement to make to want to promote um especially you know talking about homosexuality especially in the black community and so i could see that being something that's want to be want to be um you know put on a pedestal as you say even though you know like the oscars it's kind of like is a statue on a pedestal so I'm going back and forth on that. Now, given I already see who won Best Actor, and he, and, ah, but, well, then again, I don't know. I'm just going to say it. I guess Moonlight is going to win Best Picture just because of that. Of that. Now, I could be totally wrong. La La Land wins. I guess it kind of goes back, for me, how I'm, how I'm processing it, that it's going to be either, uh, do, does Hollywood love, love itself more then it's pol- then want to make a political statement. So, because you know you have La La Land with what it's with what it's about as far as when it comes to Hollywood. Then, but you also have these other movies that that has 
something that could be uh, advocated for. I guess it, I guess it kind of depends on how ma- how much of a political statement they want to make when they was making when they was voting for it. So, but I say Moonlight's going to win just because of that. That's normally how I, how I process it all all the other years. I, I've been right more times than than not just by thinking of it that way. If I if I see something that's um, if there's a movie, I don't know that's that's really uh, focusing on something that the progressives really want to want to promote nine times out of ten that's one going to win now i haven't seen now i'm not watching the oscars obviously because i'm trying to do this and and give y'all content for um for all the all the interviews that i've that i conducted in the past couple of days at cpac now as i guess I, if i could think of another one before i get into all these interviews is that uh zootopia which i, I think that's probably going to win best animated movie um that it might have already won i don't know but um if it has i wouldn't be surprised because one <laughs> this in fact is called zootopia and it's kind of like i play on the word you know utopia so you know progressive love their utopia so and also the um the story itself is pretty uh, uh, it's pretty much slanted on towards progressive ideology so that's just my prediction for those two anything else i really don't know so so i'm gonna get into all the interviews and i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you now um when it comes to these interviews for one this is my first time doing interviews like this going to an event and interviewing different people i i was totally shocked in in the number of interview interviews i was able to get and um, I'm thankful for everyone who took the time to actually talk to me and to have this, uh, have me to put this on the, on the podcast. And I definitely, am um, definitely grateful to, uh, Politichicks, uh, for the, just for the opportunity to go to CPAC and have the access to, um, to do all this. So, um, for one thing, when you hear all the interviews, I'm going to start off saying that this, um, this is Politichicks.com because that's mainly, that's who I'm. That's the reason why I'm there. So, um, and also when it comes to these interviews, uh, I am learning all this right now. So obviously, you know, that you can see just by the number of episodes, I just started doing the podcast past week, a uh, week or two ago. So now I'm, I'm learning how to put all the audio files together and everything. So I'm still learning with all this. And so, all, most of the well, all these interviews is basically going to be kind of the raw, um, uncut version of the interview. Um, so, so you might just like hear me like clear my throat or something at the very beginning or something like that, or maybe hear a little small talk for like a second or two before we get into the interview. Only because for, for my own sanity, because I have so many interviews, I I have actually twenty two, I think, interviews to share with you for the next couple of days, and. As I get better with it, um, I guess when I do more, go to more events and do more interviews, and I and I play around with this because I just downloaded the software today, and and kind of playing around and kind of got an, I I learned enough to combine the the interviews to put on here um, for you tonight and to do for the rest um, rest of the couple interviews coming up. So as I play around a little bit more, I guess things will be a little more smooth to where. Um, Things will sound more professional, I guess, in that sense. But hey, I'm just kind of keeping it real in that sense, and just just letting you know what's what's going to come up. And um, right now, t- uh, tonight, 
the interviews are going to be with uh, Super Bowl champion Burgess Owens, uh, who has a book called Liber- Liberalism or How to Turn Good Men into Wimps, Whiners, and Weenies. Um, I actually interviewed him a couple of months ago for Politichicks, and um, it was actually real refreshing to see someone I've already talked to before as my first interview. So that, that was great, and it kind of helped me kind of get into a groove to kind of put my put my questions together and kind of just saying saying it to someone and and kind of getting how to get the flow how to get the conversation um moving forward uh, most of these interviews are probably less than uh less than five minutes and some are a little bit longer we i have maybe two or three would go about 10 to 15 about close to 15 minutes so that's another thing this these episodes are going to be longer than, than 15 minutes um this for the rest of the month for well for one month because um i i felt that i with the 15 minutes that i had before that's all and being that restrictive uh with with the content that i have i basically would be playing interviews from now until probably next tuesday so so and by that time you know this is trend chat so by that time, it would not be trending by by then. So I just went ahead and invested a little bit to add a little more time, just so I can get this out to to everyone as uh, quickly as possible. So um, gonna go ahead and um, get started with the first interview with um, Burgess Owens, and after that, um, it would uh, it would be the people with either with Facebook. I actually have forgotten the order, and I don't have it in front of me, but uh, it should be the people with. Uh, with Facebook Live, they was at CPAC, and um, they was doing just um, helping people to do their, um, uh, if they want to go live from CPAC through them, um, it, they were kind of helping out with that, with what, with whatever they wanted to do. I, I talked to some of the people um, that were um, that was organizing, and um, and they kind of just described it better than I'm doing right now, actually. So, and um. Also, I got a chance to speak with the president of Americas for Prosperity, uh, Tim Phillips, and uh, that um, that was great. Uh, I've been volunteering with the Americas for Prosperity for a couple of years, and um, actually, in the in 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 the interview, I actually made that um, disclosure, and also talked with uh, Genevieve Wood, who is uh, who is with the Daily Signal. So those are the interviews. I don't know if it's in that order, but I in the interview I say who it is, so you won't won't get lost. So I'm going to get started now, and after after this is over, I'm, I'll probably say a couple of words and then go from there. Hello, this is Politichicks.com. My name is Brian Bledsoe here at CPAC. And I am here with Burgess Owens, who has the, the honor and distinguished pleasure of being the first interview on Trend Chat. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing great. And, and Brian, uh, I came in yesterday. This is my first full day at, at CPAC, my first one. And what a great time I'm having. I tell you, just to be part of like minds and people who come here who have a great love for our country and just want to move forward. And, and to, to run into you like this is kind of a neat thing. It really <laughs> yeah. Is. 
So, so is this your first CPAC? My first CPAC. And, uh, of course, I have that book out that I've been talking mm-hmm. about all day, Liberalism, or How to Turn Good Men into Winers, Weenies, and Whips. Yep, yep. And so it, it, it got some traction, and I've had a chance to do a lot of good talk with some good people. So it's been it's been a kind of re, a re, renewing of a, a refreshing of energy because there's been so much positive here. And we're now looking at, at moving our country, our country forward. We're not, we no longer have to complain. We're, we're in the driver's seat, and I look forward to the next four years of having some great things happen for us. So what do you think about... CPAC since it's been your first time. I, I really enjoyed. It. I heard that last year was pretty. It was pretty raucous because we're in the middle of the campaign deal. I was here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, you know, and somebody described it this way: it's like having a birthday party after Christmas. You know, it's it's, it's a good feeling. You you kind of got the big deal out of the way, and I would just add on to a little celebration. And so it's been a really positive experience for me, and I, I look forward to continuing moving forward like this. Yeah, like I said, I was here, and um, the security was crazy, and I also it also kind of felt a little, um, I guess, I guess people was kind of cautiously optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Because they were like, okay, well, we got all the, you know all these candidates and then they were like well we kind of don't know what's going to happen at that time so but now I, I just got here myself so this I'm guessing this is going to be like overjoyed right well, now. Well you know what it is um, I think for the first time and, and I'll go back to the way I felt on November 9th when I woke up and realized the American people had done what we were supposed to do. We paid attention and we made a decision we don't want to continue going this down this road of Marxism and socialism and liberalism and so it's, it's, a, it's a feeling of hope uh, we don't know yet exactly how it's going to end, but we have a president in place who, who's keeping his word, who's making his promises, who can tweet around the media. <laughs> and, I, and I tell you, Brian, for people like yourself, you and me, we have a chance for our race to finally see how conservatism works. It, can, it, it no longer has to be uh, um, uh, just a, a theory or an hypothesis. We're now at a point where we can show them how it works, and the black community is going to be the first recipient of good stuff. There's a, there's a, uh, a list, it's called the um, a new deal that Donald Trump has put online of how he's going to approach and help the black community. I would say anybody who is watching, listening to what we're seeing now, go online and check out the real deal for black Americans. And you see 10 points, something that the Democrats never did, and those 10 points is going to, are going to liberate the black community, and we're going to have a whole different conversation over the years about hope in an American way. Now, being a black conservative, I mean, we both know you know what comes with it and all people the slander and just the name calling and whatnot what what would you tell someone who maybe not even thinking of themselves as conservative or whatever but maybe just questioning aggressive ideology but are apprehensive because you know they're afraid of, the, of being ostracized well what, what i'll suggest that's a very very good question because we have 28 percent of black americans who believe the way we do we love our country love our race want to partake of the american dream we believe that uh, everyone has abilities and yet we still vote for democrats because that's what we're trained to do my suggestion for those of those americans out there who love our country educate yourself Learn what it is that the liberalism has done to our race and learn what conservatism is doing. Find the, the New Deal online and see what the vision for Donald Trump is for, for black Americans. And the other thing is this. You don't have to, to do, be Brian or Burgess. You don't have to go out there and, 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 and shout from the rooftops. Learn your lessons. Go to the booth. And every single time you vote, vote for conservative values. Values and principles first. You do that, you're doing everything you need to do to, to our country. And you can do it in the quiet, quietness of a, of, a, of a booth, a voting booth. 
Uh, you don't have to take the, the stones and arrows. Uh, a lot of us don't mind taking the stones and arrows. At the end of the day, we're very proud to, uh, to stand for what we believe in. Yeah. But we can do it together, no matter what our personalities might be. Birds as long as I appreciate your time. Uh, once again, what's your book? Liberalism, or how to turn good men into winers, weans, and whips. And Brian, is, I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow morning. It's so good to run into you before I take off, but it, it really is a right, pleasure for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is um, politicchicks.com. My name is Brian Bledsoe, and um, I'm here with, uh, well, basically with Facebook, and they're here at CPAC, and I'm here with Andy Stone and Don Seymour. Um, so, gentlemen, um, what is all this about? Sure, Brian. Uh, we actually have a, a space here to help people go live, learn how to use Facebook Live. We actually have different uh, political publishers and folks coming through all day and doing interviews and Q&As on the platform. We also have a help desk here so people can come by if they have problems with their account, problems with their page, or just want to learn more about the product. They can do that. Okay. Uh, so, um, so basically, basically if, uh, if you have, a, I guess, just a Facebook account, you can go live on here? Absolutely. Yeah, you can actually go live um, anytime from any phone, from any Facebook app. Whether say you like manage a you know public figure and elected official's Facebook page, you can go live from the Pages Manager app. If you just want to go live yourself, like maybe you're inside the room for the president's speech this morning, you want to pull out your phone, just bring up your account, hit publish, hit live video, and just go live. Okay. So um, so uh, how many like I guess you do go like across um, I guess to any events. Uh, I mean just anywhere like regardless if it's political, just any event. Sure. Yeah. Like this? yeah. Actually, yeah. Over the last couple of years, we participate like we were both uh, the Democratic and Republican conventions. Uh, we participate in the presidential debates and similar kinds of setups. We try to do something different and creative everywhere we go, but the goal is always the same, to help people learn to use the product, to help them use it well, um, and to really create just, you know, all this conversation is happening on Facebook. People are talking about politics and current events. And so for us, it's important to make sure they get the chance to really connect with the folks who are, you know, again, running for office and making these decisions, and, and that's what we're here for. Okay. All right. Well, well, when it comes to trends, I mean, I'm, this is for a trend chat, and uh, I mean, Facebook is always trending, so I just want to wanted to come by and just ask how, sure. how all this come together. So, yeah. appreciate the time. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for stopping by. Right. Hey. Hello, this is com. My name is Brian Bledsoe here at uh, CPAC. And we have Genevieve Wood from the Daily Signal. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for coming out and talking with us. Oh, yes, sure, because um, I follow the Daily Signal all the time. I watch the Facebook Live and everything, so I really appreciate everything that, that you're doing and as far as the Daily Signal in whole is doing. So. Well, thank you. Well, we're, we're enjoying being at CPAC. We were here all day yesterday, here today, and we've really gotten the chance to interview and talk to a lot of different heads of organizations activists that are here it's been you know some members of Congress um, it's been really it's been interesting to get a kind of a the, the conservative movement's view in the first uh, month and a half of the, of the new administration well no speaking of that last year um, the the mood was a little was different as opposed to this year so how would you describe how I guess the atmosphere is you know, from this year from last year well I mean I, I think there's more momentum this year I mean if you think you know a year ago this time here at CPAC you had a lot of different Republican candidates for president speaking from the stage, but nobody knew who it was going to be at that point, and Donald Trump actually didn't even speak here last year. So it's here we are, fast forward a year later, and you have Donald Trump as president, um, which I think probably many people a year ago would have been a little bit surprised by, but I think people now are like, okay, now we actually have a president in office who seems to be fulfilling the promises he made in the campaign trail. Uh, we've got a Republican Congress that has promised to help him. We're going to see how that works out, but I, I think people are more hopeful now that they at least have elected officials that 
they're willing to do more than just talk, but hopefully enact the agenda. Okay. Now I know this is not your first CPAC, so so how many CPACs? You know, actually, I don't even know how many CPACs there are. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how many have you been to? Yeah. Well, I probably have been coming to CPAC every year since probably about 1994. Uh, so this that would make this what 22, 23. I, I mean, skip the year too. I, yeah, I know, live, live math. Um, no, I, I probably have been to 20 over the, over the number of years here. And it's it's a conference that's really grown. I mean, the, the hotel that we're in here, for people who, who are familiar with it, it's a huge, it's one of the largest hotels in the D.C. area, if not the largest. It's, I think it's the largest conference space. And, you know, 10 years ago, CPAC was happening in Arlington, Virginia, at a much smaller venue. So it's definitely become the place for conservative activists once a, activists once a year to come together and, and, you know, meet up, but also hear from, in many cases, their conservative leaders and heroes. Okay. Now, if people are not familiar with the Daily Signal, just, just I guess, give me an overview as far as what they do. Well, we are, the Daily Signal, we started back in 2014, so we are approaching our three-year anniversary. Uh, we are the multimedia brand of the Heritage Foundation, and we do both news and commentary. When you come to our site, you're going to see both news and commentary that relates to what's happening in Washington, but then more public policy more broadly in terms of how it affects individual Americans and and people that they care about. So I would encourage you to to check us out. We're go to dailysignal.com and you'll see the kind of coverage that we provide. Okay. And now here's the question I've been asking everyone and given that we're here at CPAC, Conservative Political Action Conference, and I want to ask, ask you, what does the word conservative mean to you? I think the word conservative, well, conservative can be defined probably a number of different ways, right? But it, when you think of, of conserving uh, the principles and traditions, in this case, that our country was founded upon, and that's, you know, individual freedom, uh, uh, strong national defense, um, religious freedom. I mean, those, those are the core principles that the country was founded on, free markets, and conserving those principles and asking our lawmakers to make policy based on those principles, I think is what conservative. Okay, and so do you have anything coming up with the Daily Signal or just in general? I would just encourage people to, we're doing a lot of coverage of how this new administration is enacting the agenda that it talked about, that President Trump talked about when he was on the campaign trail, and really closely following and putting the pressure on Congress to do what they're supposed to do and fulfilling the promises they made to the American people as well. That's really where our coverage is focused, and hopefully uh, that will be helpful to your listeners. Genevieve Wolf on the Daily Signal. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Hello, this is Politics.com here at CPAC. My name is Brian Bledsoe, and I'm here with the president of Americans for Prosperity, Tim Phillips. How are you? Good afternoon. Uh, full disclosure, I'm a volunteer for Americans for Prosperity since uh, 2012 in Dallas. So I just want to We'd put love that. to have you. <laughs> so for the people who don't know, um, tell us everything about um, Americans for Prosperity. We're an organization that works in 36 states with full-time staff and thousands of volunteers to help every American live a more prosperous life. And we think the key to prosperity is economic freedom and individual liberty, two key foundations. And so we work for policies that promote those and for a culture that supports those. And uh, we, we focus on issues like you know lowering tax rates for uh, individuals and, and for businesses as well, giving people more freedom to actually go out and live the American dream. Yeah, so um, 
I'm guessing this is not your first CPAC. No, I've been coming for a long time. I, matter of fact, okay, this is how old I am. My first one was during the Reagan years, the late Reagan years. I was a young man, very young man, very young man. And uh, I, that's when I first came to it. So late, late 80s, 87, 86. So how would you describe the atmosphere, um, I guess, this year as opposed to, I guess, even last year? Folks are excited that Republicans won the House and the Senate and that and Hillary Clinton's not president, we have a Republican president. So they're optimistic, but they're wary. They're, they're hoping that Republicans will keep their word and actually repeal Obamacare, the Iranian government spending, lower taxes, you know, really keep their word. And um, so I guess, well, one of the questions I have been asking everyone is, um, Given that we're here at the Conservative Political Action Conference, what does the word conservative mean to you? Conservative means the ability to go out and live a truly free and prosperous life. It means government that is still there, but it's limited. It's not the predominant power. I trust the individual more than I trust government. I trust local churches and synagogues and local community associations more than I trust a big, powerful federal government. And there's a role for government, but it's got to be limited. And we want to give people freedom, freedom to go out and live their lives and to go out and create their own version of the American dream. So, um, well, here, here at CPAC, I know Americans for Prosperity, they have, have their annual meeting being defending the American Dream Summit. Um, just, uh, I guess, tell us um, as far as how that event goes and it's an annual event. Yeah, we've had 10 years of the American Dream Summit. We bring thousands of activists together from all over the country, all 50 states, really. Uh, and the goal, frankly, is to build a bond to let every, every American volunteer out there know I'm part of something bigger than just myself, my local town or city, bigger than my state. I'm part of a national freedom and prosperity movement. That's what we use those summits for, also for training as well. Well, uh, yes, as far as the training, uh, um, another thing I guess I would disclose, I'm also was part of the Grassroots Leadership Academy. And so um, uh, I guess tell us a little more about that program. Yeah, it's an investment in volunteers. We use the Grassroots Leadership Academy. We do training, high-quality training, to help volunteers become more effective advocates for their philosophy. Do it in localities and cities and counties all over the country. Okay, so um, for, I guess, AFP, do they have anything anything coming up other than the summit? <laughs> well, we're active every day across the country on local, state, and federal battles. And uh, whether it's trying to make sure Congress repeals Obamacare, keeps their word, or whether it's supporting tax cuts in, in, in Indiana or at the state level, uh, we, we're active every day across the country. All right, Tim Phillips, thank you very much. You bet. Thank you, man. And that is it for today. Um, now, I, myself listening back to those interviews, obviously, I was still, I'm still trying to get the hang of doing, I guess, just talking to to people as far as trying to get the interviews flowing. And I know one thing I had to do, I had to write out my, um, well, type out my questions on my phone to kind of have a reference to go back to to make sure I kept kept the conversation moving and not stuttering too much or not really <laughs> kind of getting lost in, as far as one wanted to conversation to kind of to kind of move go smoothly so um um those are what well, the four uh interviews I had and um I appreciate every, everyone um uh, Facebook and Genevieve Wood and Burgess Owens and Tim Phillips. I appreciate them uh, again for their time. And so the next couple of days will be basically be the same just like this as far as um, I'm just just 
say a couple of words, um, even minus the Oscars. Now, well, it depends on what they're doing right now. <laughs> they might do something that's really trending and I would have an opinion about who knows. I might write an article about um, it just depends on what uh, what is pretty much going on right now. But um, I, I haven't got the lineup for tomorrow yet, um, but I would definitely put that out there probably tomorrow um, sometime probably around noon tomorrow um as of right now i hope everyone enjoys this uh this uh, batch of interviews and i have a couple of more I, well more than a couple I, I i have over 20 interviews to to share with you and um and i, I hope you like what you've heard so far and i hope you like the the interviews that are that are coming up and as i've said before if you want to connect with us on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, it's all the same name, Trend Chat 247. And I appreciate you listening. And till tomorrow, I will chat with you later. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700.